This is the Australian Surrogacy Podcast. My name is Sarah Jefford and I'm a surrogate and a surrogacy lawyer. In this episode, I'm not going to be interviewing anyone, but I will be talking about law reform specifically and focusing on the current review of the Assisted Reproductive Treatment Act that's happening in Victoria, with the hope that you will be inspired to contribute to the review because submissions are now open and they close on the 21st of September. Uh, This is a really good review that we've been waiting for for a while. Um, It's our chance to have a say on what we think are actually outdated surrogacy laws in particular. The review is focused on IVF and surrogacy laws, all part of the Assisted Reproductive Treatment Act. Um, So if you've had any experience of infertility or IVF, egg or sperm or embryo donation or surrogacy and you live in Victoria then it's really important to have your say now. Um, I say that it's broadly about IVF because I think people that have suffered with infertility um, probably have experiences of dealing with clinics and with processes and might have a contribution, even if specifically they haven't dealt with surrogacy per se. So uh, if you're looking for the review, it's at engage.vic.gov.au and then you go to that website and look for the little uh, picture that says review of assisted reproductive treatment in Victoria. You can actually write your own submission just in a Word document, for example, and talk about anything you like about uh, your experience of IVF clinics or surrogacy in Victoria. Um, But you can also answer their questions. So I think there's about 10 questions on their website that you can talk to um, and then you can um, make a decision about whether or not you want your details published or whether it would be uh, de-identified. They will be looking for quotes, but they don't have to name you in their um, report. Um, And you can basically say what you like about whatever your your experience is. So in terms of what I think... uh, is something that the surrogacy or the review of the surrogacy aspects should focus on and what Surrogacy Australia is focused on. Uh, In Victoria, there's two laws that are not so great. One in particular says that you cannot publish anything uh, that indicates that you need a surrogate or that you want to be a surrogate. Now, in other states, uh, there are also restrictive um, laws on publishing or advertising. Uh, But in Western Australia, for example, you can actually advertise that you want to be a surrogate or that you need a surrogate as long as you don't say that it's for money. So if you don't offer to pay somebody to do it, then it's fine to advertise, for example. Um, The Victorian law is a little bit different because it basically says you can't tell your story full stop. And because of the broad definition of publishing, that arguably could mean that if you put something up on your Facebook page with your privacy settings uh, really open so that anyone can see it and you say, we need a surrogate because, you know, I lost my uterus to cancer or because we're a gay couple, then, and if somebody is enticed into chatting with you about that and perhaps offering to be your surrogate, that could be used as evidence that you have advertised and it can prevent you from uh, getting approval from the patient review panel later. Unfortunately, under the law, it also says that you can actually be prosecuted under that law. Um, And that's really disappointing because I think, you know, just for saying your story, you could get in trouble. And that has meant, for example, that the Australian Surrogacy Podcast, I have to be really careful interviewing people from Victoria because it sounds like they're advertising under that law just for telling their story. And the same goes for surrogates who might, you know, uh, tell people uh, publicly they might be interviewed for a newspaper article, for example, saying I'd really like to be a surrogate, that under the current laws um, would be illegal. So what our submission to the review is, is that that should be lightened, essentially, 
that they could look at saying that you can still advertise as long as it's not for a commercial surrogacy arrangement. Um, I have heard other suggestions that you could advertise as long as you had approval through VARTA, which is the regulatory body in Victoria. Um, you can actually advertise for an egg donor in Victoria as long as you have approval from the um, minister. Um, and so people do that all the time. And arguably, then they should also allow people to advertise for a surrogate or to be a surrogate under the same rules, perhaps. So uh, that's the first big one. Um, the second one is that under the current legislation, surrogates in Victoria or for Victorian intended parents um, can be reimbursed for out-of-pocket expenses, but the regulations provide that those expenses are limited to legal expenses, medical expenses and travel. So if you're a surrogate for uh, Victorian intended parents, that means that you cannot be reimbursed for loss of income, uh, maternity wear. Uh, it might also include things like a cleaner or childcare or all of those sorts of things that a pregnant woman might need assistance with. If she's a surrogate for a Victorian intended parents, technically she's not allowed to be reimbursed. And what that really means is that surrogates don't want to do it for intended parents who are in Victoria, which means those intended parents have to look at other options like going into state or going overseas. Uh, it also means that um, the... Uh, surrogates that do end up doing it for intended parents in Victoria will either be out of pocket and a, a number of us do end up out of pocket significantly so um, or that people are actually paying uh, for things like loss of income and out-of-pocket expenses um, under the table they feel like they're sort of doing something that's illegal um, and they worry about getting caught because it can impact on your parentage order later if it's found that you have actually um, given somebody a fee or a, a contribution even though it might be for legitimate expenses like loss of income. Um, so we think that should change. Other states are much more um, reasonable in allowing surrogates to be reimbursed. Uh, this is different to being compensated or a commercial arrangement. We're just talking about out-of-pocket expenses so that nobody is out of pocket for being a surrogate, which seems really unfair. So, for example, in New South Wales and Queensland, it's quite broad and you can be reimbursed for things that are generally pregnancy or surrogacy or birth related. And if you can show, for example, that you needed childcare that day so that you could attend a, a midwife appointment, then it would seem reasonable that the intended parents would cover that expense. So we're just asking them to broaden that and allow for much more reasonable expenses. So the importance of other people contributing to this review um, is really significant because I could write all I like about what I think of the laws, but I'm just one person. And Surrogacy Australia is a peak body that represents lots of people around Australia, but the human aspect has much more impact for the people that are reviewing this legislation. If they can see that individuals are impacted by the law, whether it's about the not being able to advertise or not being able to be compensated or reimbursed or reimbursing their surrogate, and that that is impacting on their ability to pursue surrogacy within Victoria, then I think that lends a lot more weight. Um, and the same goes for your experience of IVF treatment and egg and sperm donation, for example, that the human stories have so much more impact than just somebody like me, um, that, you know, I'm just one person. So. I've been taking case studies when I've been meeting with the Attorney General's office and uh, the reviewers 
and they found them really compelling. Um, and I think that that's really evidence that individual stories do have a lot of impact. So I would really encourage you to go to engage.bic.gov.au, uh, either fill out the survey or write your own submission. They are also uh, interested in patient review panel experiences. So in Victoria, to get approval for a surrogacy arrangement through a clinic, you have to get approval from the patient review panel. And that usually means that you would submit a whole lot of uh, reports and paperwork to show that you've done counselling and legal advice, psychological assessments, police checks, welfare checks, the whole lot. And then the patient review panel goes through all of that, those documents to make sure that they're in line. And then they have a hearing where all the parties, the surrogate and her partner, the intended parents, any um, donors, will all attend that hearing. And then the patient review panel will interview them and then they decide uh, whether or not to approve them. Um, I unfortunately don't always hear good stories about people, people's experience of the patient review panel, but uh, they, they don't ever hear that feedback because I, I think there's very rarely an opportunity for people to give feedback about their experience of the patient review panel. And now is your opportunity. It can be just a paragraph about what your experience was. It might be a really positive experience and that's fine too. Like they need to hear about that. But if you've got some um, feedback or criticisms or feelings about what it was like going up against the patient review panel for your surrogacy arrangement, I think that's really important for the reviewers to hear because this can actually make change and um, hopefully they're listening. I think VATA, for example, might be interested in doing some education for patient review panel members and, you know, we could, we could really make some changes here. So I'm just one person. Um, I will send Fredo Frogs if you show me some evidence that you have contributed to this review. You don't even need to have lived in Victoria if you have experienced... Um, Victorian legislation or you have some contribution about, you know, um, for example, if you're uh, a surrogate from interstate that has thought about doing it but won't do it for Victorian intended parents for whatever reason, then your contributions are important. Or if you've moved interstate to get away from Victorian laws, that contribution is important. If you've been a donor from interstate and you've dealt with Victorian clinics, that's important. Um, basically anyone um, that has something to say about this. It's all really helpful. And um, in terms of timeline, they're doing the review now. Uh, submissions are open till 21st of September. They will then release a preliminary report, I think, in October. But the final report won't be released until 2019. We're about to go to an election in November 2018. So there won't be any law changes before the election. Um, but uh, they... Uh, will hopefully make those changes when the new government sits next year after the review is finished, I think around April. Um, so get to it. You've got about uh, two and a half weeks to make those submissions. Thank you. If you have any questions or you'd like to read more about these laws or need some resources to back up your submission, by all means, get in touch. It's sarah at sarahjefford.com. Or find me on Facebook or Instagram or uh, the website is sarahjefford.com as well. Thanks.